The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Okay, I finished my hot cross bun. We can do a podcast now. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Kia ora koutou. welcome to The Real Pod. Once again, it is ladies' night, day, morning, whenever you're listening to this. My name is Jane Yee. I'm joined by Alex Casey. Kia ora, Jane. No Duncan Grieve, kia ora. Uh, we've got, we do have Samuel here. Hi. And we don't have anything to recap, so true chaos pod awaits. I'm feeling lost without maps, i got to say. I really, I filled the void with some really questionable choices over the long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching? Um, just like, now you see me. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a rom-com with Ashton Kutcher and um, Reese Witherspoon last night. Ooh, what was it? It's called Your Place or Mine, and it's fine. Like it's not, it's not one of the greats. But I will say this: also rewatch Legally Blonde. Fuck, I think it's the perfect movie. Do you know? There is all killer, no filler. Reese Witherspoon is fantastic in it, and Jennifer Coolidge. Oh my god! I don't think I've watched it. (gasps) <gasps> you, you simply must. I simply, simply well, must. Well, I watched it tonight, in fact. Um, I it. also watched this great new film that's just been released. You might have heard of it, Everything Everywhere All at Once. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but late on the wagon. It's because it's so long. I really had to psych myself into when I was in the right space to watch a long movie these days. Yeah. And, you know. I'm, it is the, a real experience. The whole world wants shorter things, um, apart from this podcast. So... Yeah. yeah, I um. <laughs> now that you've seen it, you know the bit where um, it kind of zooms out and it's like a movie within a movie, and they play the end credits yeah. of like a. You fake got movie. up, didn't you? I got up yeah. and started putting my cardigan on. <laughs> like a fuckwit <laughs> at the media screening, and Joe was like, Pull, like pulled me down, and like sit down. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> to me, I don't. Ninety-eight minutes. That's where I, I clock off. Yeah. I clock off. No, no. Fair enough too. Hey, uh, if you want to be part of the real pod corner. I tried to make it, I tried to smooth that little stumble over the real pod corner. Um, <laughs> the real pod there's no, corner. There's no hiding. If you want to be part of the real pod corner, it's our Facebook group. It's a wonderful place. Uh, or our Discord where we chat about all sorts of things. Then head to the show notes. You've got links there. Um, also, this is a PSA. Uh, I'm finally getting my Team Jane videos out. I've been drip feeding them out, so a few people have them. Not everyone has them yet, so don't freak out if you haven't got yours yet. Tis coming. Better late than never. Extremely guilty person, 
probably shouldn't even have agreed out. to do it because I am very bad at it. Is this one of those things that like you remember it at 2 a.m. and you go, <gasps> yeah. I haven't done my day. <laughs> yeah, I sent some yesterday, you know, Easter Monday in the evening. And then the problem is, bless her, Brittany was so touched with her one for her daughter. She filmed herself as they were watching it and her daughter's just like, a gog just watching like oh my god because I did a, like a this is Jane from Treasure Island thing and then I said that Brittany's a great mum and, and Brittany teared up and so she posted this video and I was like this is beautiful and now I'm crying but also now people know to expect their videos <laughs> and I haven't got them all out yet uh, so that was yeah that's all I think you should fine. record a few and then like lock them in a vault I've recorded them that? all like, I, reco- <laughs> I recorded all the videos and then it took me an age to record them and then it's taken me a second age to get them out so, Just press send, or well, no, because I got to find the email address, and then I'm oh, writing okay. little emails to everyone, and you know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. You know, it's the housekeeping done. Thank God for that. We need to get what the real we news. We got to talk about. We got to talk about the elephant around your neck. In breaking news from last week. All the weekend. You won't believe what happened when Alex Casey walked a dog. What happened? I got very badly injured, Jane. I've been walking this neighbourhood dog for the past three weeks and he is a lovely, lovely big boy, but he's very pulley on the lead, very food-driven, very smell-driven. And, you know, I'm a wee dot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a wave, if you will. (laughs) And... I got pulled a bit too hard in one direction and um, felt something in my neck go pretty dramatically. And then overnight, I just could not sleep. I woke up in agony. Joe tried to run me a bath, couldn't even get into the bath. We had to go to the, you know, after hours medical thing of me on Saturday morning. And the doctor's given me a lovely uh, dose of tramadol and other muscle relaxants. So I'm feeling really good (laughs) at the moment. (laughs) And I've got this neck brace because the most strict instruction was don't look down, <laughs> which sounds like a high concept horror movie or something. Um, and so I've been living my life just hashtag look up, you know. How long are we in the brace? Well, the, the brace is more just like a vibes thing. It's it's until it's for the pain to go away. So I think it should only be a few more days. But I've come to really love it. Like it's like a hug, you know. It's like <laughs> it's just a beautiful feeling. She's wrapping her hands around her throat <laughs> as she says this but it was really funny because we went we managed to go out yesterday to this um thing at the museum to look at some art and like because I can't turn my head I have to turn my whole body like that and of course because I can't look down I had this problem where I was wearing these jeans that um the zip kind of forces yeah. itself down quite easily you know when you yeah. get those jeans and so I had to keep turning it's definitely around. the jean not the user eh no, it's not, nothing to do with the gut. <laughs> and I'd have to turn full body pivot and go, check my fly, Joe. <laughs> and at one point in Riverside Market, I asked a stranger to check my fly because I thought it was Joe. <laughs> Just like, so, yeah, never a dull moment. Never a really, dull moment, life. truly. I mean, last week you didn't have much to report. Then you were like, well, we've got to fix that. I have quite a few questions. Um, so did you did you sort of body move forward and your head was left behind? Was it that sort of like cartoonish situation? I think it is more like a repeated sort of strain oh, on, on the, right. the neck and shoulders because it's just a lot of weight. Like he's a very big, heavy dog. And I thought I could handle it. Um, 
but sometimes you can't you can't always be the hero. No, you know? no. Most heroes do wear capes, and so if you're not wearing one, you're probably not one. So don't try and walk a big dog. I think is how the saying what about goes. Those who wear neck braces <laughs> with their fly undone. <laughs> a true hero amongst the people. Uh, okay, that's, I had a um, a sort of I think a sympathy neck injury over the weekend for you. Mm. Um, also animal related. Sleep funny because I have animals who sleep on the bed, and they I have a big beard, but they. They wedge in next to me to the point where, like, my unconscious self sort of knows not to roll on them. And so I sleep in a funny position all night and I've woken up with, like, the you know, just the classic, just the pedestrian, no need for a neck brace, nothing dramatic or showy, just your classic little, like, stiff neck situation. But also couldn't mm-hmm. turn my head to the left. Oh, um, no. So I was doing some full body pivots over the weekend as well in your honour. It is quite funny. You feel like a, I don't know, like a Bond villain or something. <laughs> Dramatic turn. <laughs> but I appreciate that, Jane. That really means a lot. I'm all better now, but wishing you well. Thoughts and prayers. Thank you. It was sort of upsetting for a while, but then I just really leaned into it and had a great weekend. Don't lean just into twisting. it. Don't lean into it. That's exactly <laughs> what you're not supposed to do. <laughs> just a great weekend on the couch watching lots of things. So it was all fine. I did that too and no injuries. Um, no reason <laughs> to do that except for pure laziness. Tell you who is not lazy. This is honestly a shocking story to me. The whole fact that this this competition even exists. But do you remember Caleb Pearson, Alison Caleb from The Block 2000 and Takapuna? Um, I don't think I watched that season. It was season no, two. Okay, they've gone on to be... Reno people or some such. But he was, he came second in the most gnarly, crazy running competition, um, running for 33 hours. The guy who won had broken ribs, ran with broken ribs. Oh, my God. It's a last man standing race, and there were 138 people who started. Um and, and basically you just keep running until you can run no more. But you've got to do the loop, a 6.7-kilometre loop in under an hour. So if you don't do one of the loops in under an hour, you're out. Oh, my God. And then obviously if you die or something, you're also out. Um, yeah. So basically there's one winner at the end. Everyone else is a do not finish or did not finish. And he came second. He came second. Bloody hell. So, so he ran for 33 hours. Well, he yeah, 32. I guess he did 32 hours. Um, he That's had, incredible. He had never run more than 100 Ks before, which, by the way, already <laughs> ridiculous, and he ended up, like, basically doubling that. That's just, just superhuman, eh? Like, oh, my God, I get puffed going to the mailbox. I just can't even handle steers. Um, <laughs> they're called Backyard Ultra Runs, the brainchild of a distance running legend, Gary Cantrell, who's also known, known as Lazarus Lake. Uh, it just got quite like cult leader energy coming out of that. Um, but the best bit is that this guy just like sat down uh, it, when he watched, he watched this habit at Riverhead and he sat down and watched the the, the race um, and he was treated like a rock star staying up all night to watch, sustained by Dr. Pepper sodas and camel cigarettes. Wow. What I just think is like, I just love it. He's just Lazar- there, Lazarus Lake. Lazarus Lake is just sitting there with his Dr. Pepper and his Siggies watching these people, like, run themselves to the death. But, yes, Caleb Pearson. I mean, congratulations to the, to the, to the guy who actually won, uh, Cameron Rogers of Wellington. But Caleb Pearson. Outstanding. Could you be any more of a successful human being, excuse me, win the block and run forever? 
This is another, um, you know, I've been speaking about, well, Duncan first brought it up, that show Physical 100. Mm. If we did a New Zealand one, get this man on it. He would be incredible. Oh. They had an endurance challenge very similar in the finale. The, uh, the the photo on stuff shows a fellow, the winner, drinking, doing a shoey, right? Which is great. But the shoe, the shoe is the shoe he's running uh, <laughs> for 200Ks no. and it's covered in mud and I don't know. It's, Al would never... I probably would, actually. He probably would. He'd <laughs> love it. <laughs> oh, the next story I've gotten, he's a, I mean, it's Jack Tame's got a girlfriend. Congratulations. I don't know if that's oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lovely news couple. Lovely Marva from Sunday. So he's he works on a Saturday. She works on a Sunday. When's the, when do you get a weekend, you know? I'm not sure that they do it live. Okay. Honestly. Don't poke holes in the... Sorry. In the, the, <laughs> Beautiful mystery. It's a joy. It's a love. It's a gla- It's a glamour power mm. news couple. Both wonderful people. Stunning. Can she sing? Stunning. Can she sing? Unsure. Because we'd love to see her join <gasps> him for his guitar sessions. The guitar sessions. On the Does Instagram. he still do those? I don't know. I don't know. I'll never forget his no scrubs. <laughs> never forget. Um, I'm not. Guy. I haven't. I haven't visited Jack Tame's Instagram p- page for a long time. But if his uh, little sing songs are still up there, worth a visit. Worth a yeah. visit. There was also I saw embedded in one of those articles. They did a great like couples costume for the uh, TVNZ party, dressed as Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone. Yeah, nice. And I was like, Love that. And it's on brand, you know, because they're anchors. So great. It's perfect. Um, Rod Stewart was here. He, uh, I don't know if he visited any docks to rock, but he did get a tattoo while he was here. Yeah, what was it? Was it, it was a footy tattoo? It was right? a, I mean, it was, it was, yeah, it was like a Celtic club tattoo or something, um, which is fine. So he just happened. He happened. He to just be happened here to get it here. When he wanted to get the tattoo, <laughs> I think that's it. But you know, when someone's here and they do literally anything, we get excited. We're always excited when someone gets a tattoo in New Zealand. Always. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. Congratulations to New Zealand for achieving that. Um, there were quite a few stories about his, um, him and his family, or maybe just his family, like rocking around all weekend. Yeah. It was like spotted a Waikiki, spotted on a beach, doing like zip lining. God, it really or just had a, it just really had a holiday, good time, you know, Wor- working holiday. Uh, he was spotted in Bunnings in Australia, at Manly, when he was over there. Oh yeah, he wanted a sausage. Yeah, but because uh, I was like, what's he? What's he doing? Like, what's he shopping for? Is he a new watering can on tour? What? Why is he at Bunnings? Just a sausage chain. Seems a, like uh, I mean, I, we know the, the Bunnings sausage is legendary. You don't even need to go in for that. Like, why did he step foot inside the premises? He just go, Maybe go to the door, sort get of your like sauce. A, yeah, but it's like a you know a politicians and the price of milk thing. He just doesn't know where to even go. Oh. You know, he's probably looking for the sausage aisle inside. He. You know, he probably doesn't know even that a barbecue goes outside. Well, I mean, he's you know? a giant idiot then because they have the, they have the sausage sizzle set up at the entrance. So if you can walk past the entrance and not see and smell the sausages. But this was the problem, which I think would perplex anyone. It was not sausage day. Oh. So there was no barbecue. So he probably went in wandering, completely lost, scared, getting tattooed, you know, yeah. <laughs> desperately seeking sausages. I guarantee he walked out with something, though. Hey, you don't walk out of Bunnings with nothing. You know, well, at least pies. a hat. A hat, a little out straw loud. hat. <laughs> um, can you please tell me about April Fools for you? 
Oh, yeah. I should have said this on the podcast last week. I, I just Yeah, because um, it's quite, I mean, it's it's long gone. It's ages away now, but <laughs> it, um, I got pranked by, so Hanma Springs posted on their Facebook page and issued like a very proper looking press release about how they were going to bottle the like sulfuric smell of the springs and pump them around the town using the same technology that they use at like Disneyland to make it all smell like caramel popcorn mm. or whatever and it was a very formal looking press release and it even had photos of like <laughs> the um the owners holding these like smell canister things and I am like a really stupid b very gullible <laughs> and c always keen for a good oh, story no, I, you didn't <laughs> I went back to them oh. kia ora. my name is Alex Casey senior writer at the spin-off <laughs> I'd love to hear more about the smell of vision whatever the fuck <laughs> <laughs> on a Saturday, like a sad without looking at the date, without even thinking for a second it was April Fool's. And it was actually April anyway, Fool's the day before, wasn't it? Wasn't it on a, oh, no, it was the Saturday. No, it was a Saturday. So it was like double revealed myself to be an idiot and a sad who sends work emails on the weekend. Um, and then and then I realised and sent another email like 20 minutes later going, ha, 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 good one. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> There's the story. There is the story. (laughs) They should be press releasing that. I know. And but then then they came back to me last week. They're obviously following up. And they did say that they fooled quite a lot of people. So I feel a little like maybe they're just being nice. But they were like, we'd love to send you, you know, some double passes to Hand Miss Springs and some of our new skincare products. And I was like, is this a prank again? <laughs> Check the I'm not going to be burned twice by Hanma Springs. <laughs> but I gave them my home address yes. and um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> of course. Uh, this is big news in Swifty land. I mean, we're not breaking this news. Taylor Swift and Joe Elwin have broken up. A horror, a tragedy, a nightmare, a distressing, perplexing, but we're going to get gonna some get, more good music. We're going to get some really good music out of this. We well, the thing is, it seems like everything I've read, a very amicable split. Mm-hmm. No such thing. They yep. intend on staying good friends yeah, and they just yep. drifted apart yes. and, they're, you know, he couldn't handle the fame. But, yeah, I'll be interested to see. She's had a few days off the Eras tour and I think she's returning soon. Whether she addresses it on stage or not remains to be seen, but she did start changing out certain songs in the set list, which got the Swifties a buzz with a potential breakup coming that was confirmed over the weekend. Wow. Mm. God, you can't get away with anything when you're Taylor Swift, can you? can't. You really can't. You can't. You can't drop those little Easter eggs and expect no one to notice. Um, yeah, but very sad. And, yeah, I don't know. I thought I'm going to get married, you know. Well, <laughs> is it, I mean, it's sad for her and him, presumably. Um but I agree, not sad for us. I mean, it's going to be, it means we get more good music. Um, how long were they you together? You did say this, six years. Yeah, yeah. You said this in your critique of Midnight's, I think, yep. that you wanted more sad breakup songs. Yep. So in a way, you I'm, made this happen? Don't say that because I don't want to be swiftized. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is that Swifties do when they're... <laughs> Very upset with someone for causing something. I don't know. Um, let's let's swiftly move on. A giant gorilla is still missing. You won't even know that the gorilla is missing in the first place because this is English news. Uh, but it, it tickled me, Alex, and so I've included it in the real news. Uh, it tickled me because there's a gorilla called Gary. Not a real gorilla, fiberglass statue gorilla. That was mm. reported stolen from Rainard Nursery in Kaluk last month. 
Uh, and then a giant fiberglass gorilla was seen on the back of a ute travelling down <coughs> the uh, the M25 and on the M40 near Warwick. Uh, and, of course, people were ringing it in, ringing it in. Not Gary. There's another. A different, different one. one. Gary's brother, apparently, the manufacturer. A decoy. The manufacturer made several versions. It's believed uh, the sightings were one of those extra not not Gary's. Oh, my gosh. I've seen a similar technique employed in The Prestige, another magic movie that I watched over the weekend. Oh, there's, and there's this really beautiful photo of... Um, of one of the uh, the employees from the the, the garden centre, um, <laughs> posing with Gary, uh, with the they both got Christmas hats on, and it says Gary Aww. the gorilla is dressed up to mark special occasions like Christmas, and it just it looks he looks like a beloved pet. He's massive, but this guy looks is so he full healthy. gorilla size? I don't know how big gorillas get, but I think he's bigger. He's he's really big. What is King Kong? He is a gorilla. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but is he? Is he just like a mega gorilla? Yeah, and Godzilla Crazy. is a lizard. What's Godzilla, Sam? I think Godzilla's uh, like a, not, not, quite, not quite a dinosaur. Um, there's a Japanese word for them that's like kaiju. A kaiju. Kaiju. Yeah. So, all your questions answered here on the real pod. <laughs> <laughs> um. My weekend, not that anyone asked. <laughs> Tell us, Jane. I did some baking. I have been not been baking for ages, and I did. I baked the Ema hot cross buns after the spinoff kept spamming me on Facebook with the recipe. So I finally I caved, and I spent many hours on Saturday making those, and they were delicious. Um, they look very good in the work slack. I'm very sad I don't get to eat one. Oh, they're all gone now. All gone. All gobbled Too up. Bad. And then I also made with the leftover pastry cream because this is how fancy those bloody hot cross buns are. You know, it's not just a flour and water paste to make the crosses. No, we're talking about Jesus here. Show some respect. Pastry cream. Wow. I milled my own spices. I used va- seeds from vanilla pod for the pastry cream. Oh, my God. I went all out. And then I ate them all. But anyway, with the <laughs> leftover pastry cream, I made some profiteroles. And filled them. No, you didn't. Did. That's madness. I know. We got to get you on um, Celebrity Bake Off. Well, who's listening? Anyone who? Lots of people are listening. Who? Anyone Confirmed. who would be able to make that happen? Can you we just call it? There. Can we call it um, Celebrity Bake Off? Celebrities versus James. Fans versus James. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think I've met the threshold. <laughs> I mean, they're doing it every year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. Maybe maybe you could, um, and then you could do some more Team Jane videos and send them out in 2025. <laughs> All right, that'll do. Hey, <laughs> because we haven't got anything to recap this week, I'm just going to invite you to all join me and gather around the community notice board. It's the community notice board. This is a goodie. This one was just posted in the Real Pod Corner. Thanks for sharing. It's a room for rent in Hibiscus Coast if you are keen. $470 per week. Not cheap. Hi, locals. My wife and I would like to rent out one of the rooms in our house. We are very strict on who we want as a flatmate. You would be sharing the house with my wife, Pam, our cat Rufus, and myself. All the things are included, all the amenities. And you'll be able to help yourself to tea, coffee, toast, and spread free of charge. House rules are as follows. 
Vegan cooking only, but no curries. No drinking or smoking. No incense or room fragrances. No pets. No pornography. No visitors Monday to Friday. Visitors may come over for a maximum of two hours on a Saturday. No swearing. No sexual contact with visitors if they come over. Bedtime 9.30pm Sunday to Thursday and 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays. No drugs. Just 10 simple, 10 simple rules. Uh, we are looking for someone who works full-time, is a Christian, was born in New Zealand, and loves animals. I mean, that is full Wait, of issues. You love animals, but no pets? <laughs> loves animals, no pets. Quite a racist tone to the whole thing. I just can't... Des- Horrible. I just can't decide if it's real. How can they police most of these things? <laughs> okay. The sexual contact, the pornography, Well, the I swearing. guess you have your door open at all times. You've only got a visitor over for two hours on a Saturday, so that's only two hours they need to keep an eye on you for of a week. So they True. probably can police that pretty easily. No swearing, you'd, you'd have to do it under your breath or while you're in the shower. Oh, fuck it, yeah. fuck my <laughs> yeah. mates, you know? Let it all out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hell of a list. Good luck to them. I don't think they're going to find anyone. But you do get free spreads. You do get free spreads. <laughs> I want to know what spreads, you know? And is it yeah. like pits or is it is it the home brand peanut butter? Mm, weird. Yeah. Really uncomfortable. Four seventeen <laughs> weeks. No way. That's outrageous. Like you could not pay <laughs> me to live there. You probably could, actually. Most of that's just my life. <laughs> <laughs> Except for I don't have two hours worth of visitors a week. <laughs> oh, Jane. Oh, oh, let's move on. Let's go into reality check. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> how can we have reality check when we don't have anything to recap? Well, we just want to talk about some telly stuff. Let's do it. 100 physical, 100. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you're very enthused by this. Well, no, I just polished off physical 100 over the weekend and it was a triumphant end. The finale of the show was an hour and 28 minutes long. It was just extraordinary. Um, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's just like this very interesting, it's kind of in the same vein as like American Ninja Warrior and all those You and Diane have talked about it on the podcast like a lot before. We have, yeah. right? <laughs> but it's different. It's, um, it's Korean and it's like all these top athletes from all these different fields as well as just like a very muscly um, car dealer and stuff and they all come together and compete. But there's just something about it that made it really different to all those other shows. They're very, like, the way they talk about each other is so, like, respectful and insightful. And in the finale, there's a really moving, like, almost a dinner party, I would say, conversation with all the finalists talking about. They are all all from these, like, um, fields or kind of sports that are quite underappreciated slash just not known about at all. One of them's, like, an ice climber. Anyway, this sounds really boring, but it was really great, and I love the series, and I highly recommend it. Physical 100 on Netflix, if you've got a spare eight hours or so. <laughs> Does it make you feel like a useless human? Or is it so extreme that you're like, this is the top 0.00001%? It's so extreme that it just feels like you're watching a different you know, like you're not watching humans (laughs) anymore. But what I like about it is that it's very like, it's very clear about the fact that these people are superhuman beasts that have worked their whole lives to look a certain way. And I like that it's like a reality show about bodies that's not like Love Island, where it's like the way you look is intrinsically tied to your 
value as like a single person or you know like these people that come in mm. with their these perfect bodies and it's all about finding love or like sex or whatever whereas physical 100 is just like I look like this because I want to hang off a thing for like an hour <laughs> I don't know it's kind of refreshing I would love to be the kind of person who enjoys exercise who like looks forward mm. to get, oh, I can't wait to get to the gym this afternoon. Oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm just going to do a trek or a run. Like that to me is such a foreign idea. But for these people, that's probably, that's, I remember going like forcing myself to go to a gym for a while and the trainer just being like, I love exercise. Oh, you'll grow to love it. And I, I tried and I never grew to love it. I never did. Mm. Um, but he just loved it. He just bloody Oh, it was his whole life. And I thought, that's so lucky because all the things that are good for you, like exercise, you know, healthy food, to me they're not the things that I want to do. Why Mm. is it that all the good things for you are not fun? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that question, Jane. These people in Physical 100, they love – they have like a scene where – they let them into this warehouse and there's just like a full wall of protein powders oh and like God. yucky little gloopy snacks and stuff and they're just freaking out. Is it out like, is it like the, the, when can. the Lego masters like run into the Lego yeah. room? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was just like, God, I don't want any of that. The only guy, there's like this very old kind of MMA fighter, very old, he's like 45, um, oh, okay. <laughs> MMA fighter who um, <laughs> who likes to sit down and start hoeing into like a big thing of roasted nuts and that was like the only relatable thing that I saw on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I love me a, um, a honey roasted nut, by the way. Delicious. Just a few of them. You know what else is yum? What? The salt and vinegar peanuts. Forget it. What do you mean forget I, it? Forget it and salt and vinegar all live in the same house as far as I'm concerned, and it's that, that house crazy. that's $470 for a room and it's uninhabitable. No, thank you. <laughs> really? I did not know that you were anti-salt and vinegar. Well, I've become more anti-salt and V since... Um, <laughs> Our previous office manager here at the spin-off was really into buying a lot of salt and V. So mm. come chippy afternoon, it was only ever salt and vinegar here in there. And and it's it's wow. it's like Russian roulette out there. You've got like one bowl somewhere in amongst the eight that might have another flavour in it, probably just already salted. Um mm. but you you've to you have to find it. And in the meantime, I'm just burning my lips and tongue off with the salt and vinegar. Wow. We should do a hot ones challenge. What's that? How are you? Because is it like, is it the hotness? Is it the spice of the salt and vinegar you don't yeah, like? It's the, ta- the, 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 the tang. tang. Mm. It's, it eats my lips off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be eating the chip and the chip's eating me. It's all wrong. It's backwards. I don't know if I'm particularly wow. sensitive. I just, uh, I would rather no chip than a salt and vinegar chip. I'll say no. That's really shocking. I suppose there is like a shared tang like Fijo has a tang. You think that you think that I've got a tang it. problem? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, how does that explain shortbread? Okay, uh, what else happened? This happened. What were we just talking about? I don't even know we were, how we got there. We're doing a reality check. Oh yeah, that's did right. you watch any reality over the oh, weekend? Only my sad old life fading away. <laughs> <laughs> um, blow up starts next Monday, and the balloon man on blow up, big deal. He's big deal. Is it? Yeah, he's done balloons for Kim Kardashian, excuse me, just Kim Kardashian. Wow. I mean, the spy, the Herald spy have called him 
Kim Kardashian's balloon man. I'm not so sure that I'd go that far. <laughs> but he has done balloon art for lots of stars. Robert Downey Jr. is another one. He's done major studio functions like Pixar and DreamWorks and done stuff for Pepsi. Um, and he custom made the balloon puppets and props for Ed Sheeran's music video for Happier. So he's a wow. big balloon deal. He's a big deal. I saw that there was some controversy around the um, show from like environmental oh. types who are worried about the waste because yes. there is a lot of balloons, lot of balloons. obviously being used. Yes. But the production has said that they're all um, blah blah Compo- from a from a, from a rubber tree, which I don't know if that's anything, <laughs> and, and that they're all fully compostable and will be disposed of, you know, properly. Yeah. But there's compostable and there's compostable, right? I mean, yeah. I'm not going to get into it because I don't know. I don't know. It's from a rubber tree. I don't I, know. I like, what does that mean? I like, well, isn't that where all, all rubber's from? That... Uh, yeah, I think so. But tree must be good. <laughs> I think you plant the balloon skins. What are they called? Balloon skins is gross. <laughs> you, you plant the balloon carcasses and you grow a rubber tree. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Rubber tree grows yeah. out of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit like um, the money tree that Leighton planted. Leighton. <laughs> on maps. <laughs> I miss him. Do you want to talk about Succession? I can't join you. I've tried to watch it twice. Um, This season or just the show in general? The show in general. bit like Game of Thrones. Not for you? I hate that I can't watch it because everyone's talking about it this morning. No, that's fair. And look, this season, me and Samuel were talking about this off mic, but um, this last episode, about 10 minutes in, Joe and I were sitting on the couch being like, I think Succession sucks. Like maybe this is just a boring show and I'm kind of over the – you know, the wheelings and dealings of these unlike, unlikable, horrible mm. rich people. And then <laughs> the episode just took an incredible turn. Are we allowed to spoil it? I don't know. Can we just talk about it? Okay, you can spoil it. I'll take my headphones off just in case I decide one day. Okay, here we go. Spoiler alert. Then we find out that Logan Roy is dead. <laughs> What did you think, Samuel? How, what was your reaction when you were watching? Oh, so I love Succession. Succession is one of my favourite shows of all time. Like, oh, hands so down, I'm there every every week, every Monday at 2pm. Um, I was shocked. I didn't feel like you. I actually really loved this season. I, I think it's Shakespeare. Like, it's truly so dramatic and funny and like it's everything you want in a show like I feel fully fed and after that episode like I I feel like a glutton you know Mm. I feel like I'm bursting I feel like I'm gonna vomit I (laughs) I feel like my dad has just died and I need to be on bereavement leave right now yeah it really did feel like that I I was having trouble sleeping um, after watching it because it felt like a a death in the family (laughs) um and yeah I mean I think the parts that I liked about Succession were, like, those real tense, like, when you kind of, I guess you never know where anyone really stands, but, like, when they went on that long walk with Adrian Brody, do you remember that Mm. episode? Like, that to me was, like, I was so gripped by that. When it's all just contained to one kind of tense moment. It all kind of boils and perfects into this, like, one instance. Yeah, and I guess, and then that kind of culminated in a heart attack, which this also did too. And there was part of me that was, like, I think Logan Roy's just going to sit up again <laughs> and say, fuck off. <laughs> did you cry? I didn't cry, but I did feel very moved, particularly by Shiv's reaction, mm. um, because they were obviously all on this boat for the Connor's wedding, and they had to go and get Shiv from the crowd <sighs> and kind of tell her what had happened. And just seeing them all become like children again, and just and then, then finding out the fact that they shot like the whole sequence and 
basically one go, right? Yeah, so they did like so it all it all happens in real time and it's like a 27 minute long scene that they recorded just in one take with film cameras where they had to change the film after like every 10 minutes and they just had to keep the scene going and like the emotional trauma that that must inflict on like as an actor having to do that for days I know. It was just, yeah, it was really amazing. And I had also just watched um, Karen Culkin's Hot Ones episode, which is why I keep talking about Hot Ones. Yeah, no, I totally <laughs> agree. I just Googled it. 120 bucks for those Hot Ones hot sauces. I think we do it. <laughs> okay, I'm back in the room. I think we should do it. Yeah, but, yeah, terrific show. If you've kind of dropped off um, in past seasons, get back on board. Watch this last episode, episode three. Fucking fantastic. I think I just bruised my ears trying to block out the noise there because I couldn't hear you, Alex, because you were coming through the headphones. We Samuel's are real, right real remote. Sam is right there and he's got this beautiful, bassy, booming voice. And I heard, I want to vomit. It all. I heard, I want to vomit. And did you cry? Did you want to, did you cry? So it didn't make me want to watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's all right. I'll deal with that. Got it all out of your system now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's move Ready on. Ready to go. In post maths world, um, did you know that Alyssa was on Judge Judy? Alyssa was on Judge Judy. No, I didn't. <laughs> Alyssa. I just had to process those words. Alyssa wow. <laughs> was on Judge Judy. This is quite a good story. Um, in 2011, she was on an episode of Judge Judy and was called out in a savage roast by Judes. She oh was in the gosh. courtroom because there was a fire at her house and it was blamed on her shisha pipe. <laughs> Alyssa's shisha. It was all on a shisha pipe. Um, so there was a house fire. She says, they tried to blame the fire on my shisha pipe. They sued me. We ended up at Judge Judy. How does that happen? How I still – do you have to – both parties have to agree that this is – or is it just like if you go into court, you just happen to get Judy, then that's – you're just going on the tally that day. I really do. But it's not real, right? Judge Judy doesn't – The cases are real. The decisions are real. I'm pretty real. sure that's like part of the intro, isn't it? True. Anyway. I don't know. I've never thought about that. That's so funny. Was her defense, I have a child. <laughs> <laughs> and then stand up and cry and leave. Child, Duncan. Duncan. Um, whoa, that was really good, Alex, that, that Duncan. <laughs> hi, Duncan, by the way. Um, either Duncan. Both of them. I mean, our Duncan, mm. but honestly, hi, the other one too. Um, she said the good thing is they threw out, that Judy threw out the case, so she didn't lose, nor did she win, I guess. Um, but she was also epically roasted after she kept interrupting <laughs> Judge Judy. Weird. Uh, and Judge Judy said, just a second, I'm not talking to you. You're a real, you're annoying. That's what she said. Wow. And then she also called, called her a functional illiterate at one point. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is a roast. Quite the That's roast. Quite nasty. I had a roast. I, love that. I had a roast yesterday, actually. For Easter. Did you? You did too, Samuel. Yeah, yeah, I did. Not together, but just a happy. In spirit, we In were spirit. connected through the love of crackling. Who made yours? Glen Eden Mall roast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mum made mine. It was very nice. Aww, I've got four sisters, and I was the only one who turned up for the roast dinner. Um, no one else was really invited. They all had other things on. I was just like mm. orphaning myself over to mum and dad's. And, uh, and more for you then. Yeah, more for me. And uh, and was also joined by mum's friend Rosemary. So it was Aww. nice. Yeah, lovely time. Lovely time. 
she hugged me goodbye at the end and said, goodbye, you gorgeous girl. I was like, hmm, needed that. Thank you. It'll pick me up. Aww, Rosemary. Rosemary. Um, so that's a listener on Judge Judy. If you search Maths AU in your Googler and then just hit the news thing, it's all Harrison. It's all about Harrison. Harrison Boone is his surname, by the way. That's crazy. And he's hoping for a big boon with his new career change. Is that the right use of the word? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> Stick to it. <laughs> um, so he, he's planning on becoming, we, we sort of talked about this, I think, briefly last week. He's planning on becoming a relationship expert. No. Uh, he wants to spread positive message. Um, so he's going to do some motivational speaking. Uh, sorry, relationship guru. Straight oh, to guru. No. Straight, straight to, to guru, guru status. Not, That's terrible. Not stopping by hobbyist or anything along the way. You know, no. Is this happening in a podcast form? We can only presume. Didn't someone say he had a podcast last week? Samuel said that. So, of course he's going to have a podcast. It's the first place <sighs> you go, isn't it? How long until he's on Keyed Up with Max Key? Oh, <laughs> I'm sure the booking has been made. Do you know what's interesting, actually? I listened to the full episode, and at the end, how, he thanks his guest and he goes, thank you, Samuel Levi, you've been Keyed Up. Oh, No! <laughs> no! What? And I'm like, is I'm he, still confused. Is, does he think heat up's like clued up? But even then you can't say that to someone else. That's, that no, still doesn't I, work. I don't know. I really don't know. I want him to explain. Does he like Show key their cars as they come into the car park? And he's like, <laughs> it's like a bit of a a punked kind of vibe, punked podcast. I truly do not know. We're never going to get the answers. I think you guys are putting us. more thought into it than he ever did. <laughs> oh, it's 100% true. He's, but it's cute that he's trying to get a little, like, we, at the end of this, do we like, thanks everyone for listening. You've been real potted. You've been real potted. Yeah. Well, we've yeah. certainly. Well, we made real real potted as a verb already. It is. Because it? it's just our lives. It's just our fucking lives. Do <laughs> <laughs> okay. so I have a neck brace on right now? <laughs> <laughs> Commitment to the bit's huge. Um, speaking about what Harrison's future looks like, he said, I think I'm going to use the platform for good, try and spread a positive message and have the discussions people are too scared to have. There's a lot of things out there to do with single fathers, even giving men advice to start dating again after they've been through a split. He continued, a lot of men will be giving dating advice, but they don't give post-breakup advice. How to find yourself, how to live again after a big setback like that. I think there's a lot of platforms I can be spreading with this platform I have now. <laughs> no, what is he saying? It's like the bridge. He just makes one platform and he uses that to spread another platform. <laughs> I know, none of it makes sense. I even actually tidied up some of his quote there to make it make a little bit did more you? sense than it did. <laughs> oh, Harrison. But I also found this story from the 1st of September, 2022. This is from So Dramatic. Uh, they reported that a bloke who was dumped from the top spot on Batchy, a.k.a. the Bachelor himself, has been scooped up for Maths 2023. So Dramatic reports that Harrison Boone, set, is set to appear on Married at First Sight 2023, was first picked up by execs for the Bachelor 2022. How? He was too, they said he was too masculine, so he was dropped at the last minute. Oh, my God. But they, he would love that, too. Yeah, but they thought he'd be good for Married at First Sight, so they put him forward. There's been, there's been a lot of reality TV alum come through this math season to the point where I think they really need to do something about it. We know that Leighton was on first dates. 
um, previously. Did we oh. know that he was on Total Wipeout? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's too much reality for one man. And I don't know what these shows are, but Adam was on not one, not two, but three prior reality TV shows. Coach Trip. Adam. Yes. Coach Trip, dinner date, and celebrity ex in the city. That was a nothing. <laughs> I know they're nothing, but it just it shows that he's he's you know he's trying to he's been trying to break through the reality but TV Adam circuit. Adam is like such bad talent. He can't even string a sentence together. It's extraordinary. Oh, anyway, so I guess I can't believe Harrison was nearly the Bachelor. I kind of want to see that universe. You know, it'd <laughs> <laughs> be so good. Bad. Imagine all the like the heartfelt conversations he'd have with people. All the mansplaining yeah. he'd do, just oh. so, oh, it would be truly. It would be horrible. It would be horrible. And glorious all at once. Yeah, when I saw that link in the dock, I thought I was going to click on it and it was going to be Duncan. Of course. You know, I never thought for a second. Of course. I never thought for a second Harrison would be considered for that. The most shocking turn of events for 2023 will be for me when they announce The Bachelor Australia if it is not Duncan. Grief. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah. Duncan whatever Duncan's surname is Duncan Maths they, they have to be moving heaven and earth right now oh my god because also I don't know if he would do it you know after everything that he went through but then maybe it's like well the odds are pretty good the odds are better you know, if you're going in yeah you've got 20 plus to yeah. choose from yeah much much he's better he's definitely than... got the emotional intelligence for it watch this space alright well that's our podcast I guess Nothing, nothing else to avoid. You just did a dramatic pivot to the side, looking at we're looking at them there. Just stretching out my spine. Just, just um, be careful, Alex. Yeah, nothing else to say. I guess we'll watch blow up and see what's what blows going up out of there. there. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. we're kind of in a bit of a we're in a bit of a limbo, zone limbo at the land, a little bit of limbo land. We're not going to do a week by week um, recap of blow up can assume it is something along the lines of people made some nice things with balloons, you know. I was impressed, mm -hmm. you know. Just and some of them might pop. Some of them might pop and someone goes home. So that's that. All right. Thank you for listening. You've been real potted. Thank you. Kia ora e te iwi. Te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.